We all, none of us really know. <laughs> none of us I really know. know. I know. No, I, I, I know. know. I know. Perfect timing, Keith. Keith, what's up? Your favorite movie of all time. Step nine. Oh, good. How is there any other choice than Remember the Titans being number one? I'm curious. (laughs) I'm spoiling mine, but... Well, let's let's see. Here we go. Yeah, that's a good good question. I'm not even going to talk. You shouldn't be talking at this point. <laughs> what is going on, everybody? Welcome back to Apocalypse Movies, Apocalypse Now, movie hangout show from our channel that happens every Tuesday at 7 p.m. My name is Gio. I'll be the host today. And I am joined by most of the Apocalypse crew with Keith Barnes, probably en route. He's probably driving over the speed limit. Like, I got to get on. Crap. Uh, he tends to listen to us on his drive home. So, Keith, drive safe and hope to see you soon. Keith, we're only talking about the topic you want to talk about the most first. So, <laughs> drive safe. <laughs> and it's rainy, so be extra safe. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, rain, rain, rain here in Northern California and Arctic chill. Like, it's been cold lately. But anyways. Yeah, very cold. Let's uh, go around the horn and check in on everyone and see what they've been up to. Uh, to my left, you're right on your screen, Mr. Jake Berlin. And I believe you had a birthday in between uh, this now and last week's now. How was your birthday? How are you? I did. Thank you. Thank you, Gio. Um, my birthday was good. I mean, once you get to a certain age, birthdays kind of become like the same thing we're just like go to dinner or celebrate with your family or whatever it may be uh went to dinner with my parents and gabby at a brand new restaurant roseville that is unbelievable um southern southern comfort food ridiculous Mm. no um and then i celebrated with some friends just like i celebrated just with uh two of our other couple friends on saturday and went to a speakeasy downtown which was freaking awesome tell about the roost it was in I went to the roost. It was incredible. Nice. So yeah. uh, had had some um, had had an old fashioned, had some Sazerac that had some absinthe in it. Saw a green fairy. It was an exciting night. Whoa! Mm. I mean, it's Jake's yeah. time. Yeah. Damn, my guy was lit, man. <laughs> well, um, happy to have you. I'm happy to hear that you had a good birthday. And yeah, I'm I mean, happy to be I here. Think... Yeah, Jake. <laughs> for the record, please state how old you just turned. No. I'm sure I don't have to do that. They may just me. That's all I know. I'm still the youngest on the channel, so it doesn't matter. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. (laughs) All right. uh, Beneath him, the guy talking, uh, Mr. Jacob Bartley. Jacob, what's going on, man? What's the latest? Not much, man. Not nothing as exciting as Jake. Unless you count Megan as exciting as. You know, hold on a second. I gotta say this. I got it's. This is. This is so funny. I love when Jacob reviews movies because it's March and he and he made sure to put the best movie of 2023. And there's been like three movies so far. <laughs> yes, exactly. Well, just, that's the yeah. point. But still, here's the thing about that. If you would have told me that I would like 
I keep wanting to say Annabelle because it's a doll movie. Okay. If you would have told me I would like Megan more than Quantumania, I would have said, you are crazy. Never in a million years. Megan is a better movie than Quantumania. It just is. Hey, save save your Marvel jazz for later, buddy. Okay. Not a Marvel jab. I'm just telling the truth. I've only seen three movies this year: Cabin and Knock at the Cabin, Quantumania, and Megan. Of and... course, it would be better than those ones. Then I mean, well, I mean, not you didn't set that high of a standard. I had a high <laughs> expectations for Quantumania, but we already discussed that last week. But yes, Megan is awesome. Can't wait for the sequel. You guys should check it out. I think it's on, it's on Peacock. Right? Yeah. Um, it's yeah. on Peacock. Gabby wants to watch it. So. Oh, no way. I want to watch it. Hey, that's a, hey, you guys would enjoy it. Like, that's a perfect movie for you guys. It's not too long. It's like hour 30. Nice. Great. Awesome. And uh, d- directly beneath me on the screen, Mr. Brian Avalicino. Brian, what's going on, man? What's the good word? What's the word on the street? How's my. Well, the word on the street is this homeless drunk guy that's screaming right now. <laughs> Literally. Um, I'm not even joking. Wow. Uh, he wants your autograph. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> how's my camera quality, Gio? You like it? Good, man. You testing out I the Logitech? To... Yeah. So, need to figure out how to deal with lighting with my glasses. Though. No, That's me too. Weird. I always you can see the glare of my glasses every time. Yeah. So, mm. other than that, and my skin blending in with the paint, but other than yeah. that, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no. Other than that, it does doing look good. better, Brian. It really does. I didn't notice until you well, said something. That's because I'm not using a 2011 FaceTime camera anymore. <laughs> so I think yeah. I might have even been better just using my phone. Uh, but yeah, things going good. I feel like I haven't seen Jacob in forever, and he works like 20 feet away from me. I don't know where your classroom is, man. You d- you ditched me. You left classrooms. You're hiding from me. I. I don't regret moving classrooms one bit, <laughs> not even a little bit. Yeah, I don't, I don't have his you. Jacob's kids running up to my window and licking the window anymore. Those so aren't I, my students. All right, what they, the hell? They, he had little kids. Sound like he my dog. Like, not my like kindergartners. Kids. They run up to the windows and they're like looking in, and then yeah. Jacob, so. you need to get your kids under control. No, man. my kids. They already know. They they all have little hand sanitizers now. They know what's up, but those aren't my kids, so trust me. Jacob runs around with the bottle trying to like squirt, like, no, you're unclean. Come here, give me your hands. Don't touch that. No, don't. I try. It's impossible, though. Oh, God. Oh, I can man. only imagine you when they're like sneezy and runny nose coming up to you. Why do you think I stand so far away, Brian? He does. He... <laughs> the background's like here, and he's always like here. That's how he stands against us, too. He doesn't like anybody. True. That's fair. Pretty much. And well, Brian, you look good. Um, Thank you. As far as the brightness goes, maybe turn on the brightness on your on your computer screen or on your ring light. See that right there? See how it shifted? Mm -hmm. And um, there you go. That did anything? Yeah. Yes. It did. Yeah. Okay. See? Turn the brightness down halfway. Yeah. Awesome. You know, I, I, I got to say, like, I, I watch all you guys' channels. Um, and I think this past Friday, you guys did a newlyweds on POV. Yes. I caught part of it. Brian, did you come up with the questions? I, I do. Every, well, two of the last three years, I've been the, the host with the most. The one where uh, it was uh, the, the uh, wives or girlfriends, like, say, 
um where would a body piercing be and then like i saw a jake's <laughs> very last the, like what the hell <laughs> i was just like that was, my that was very good stuff last man. Question. yeah uh, you guys keep you that up that's that's good stuff all right before we get thank to me you, we got our thank fifth and final member here i told you man this guy is speeding home man jesus christ but he made it and he is safe and he is well mr keith barnes keith how are you? What's the good word? How are you? I mean, I sped from I sped from the kitchen to my room here because uh, nice. I'm off today. I'm on vacation. I'm off. I'm not working. Ah, That's right. Awesome. And you're late. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell, Keith? <laughs> he just outed himself. I'm just busting your ball. I'm doing my hey, my us, real job. Working. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> so oh, came from the, the kitchen straight to here. So nice. Good. Well, say something like, how, how's your, how's your vacation been? You've had some days off, man. You at least sleep in eight hours. Well, it, I mean, it pouring rain the last uh, three days. So I yeah. stayed in the house. I watched bullet train today. Oh, so good. Huh? Not bad. Yeah. That's pretty, I, yeah. I had fun with that. That's pretty fun. I enjoyed it. It's all right. Yeah. It's a fun, yeah, that, that'd be a fun movie to watch. You know, you're at home you're underneath the blanket and you just want to throw something on. That's, that's exactly fun. what I did. Well, kids yeah. are at school, took everybody to school, and then got back and went, yeah, sit back and watch something. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah it was the whole fun. thing, man. You got popcorn, a cigar, and, you know, just, uh, <laughs> there you go, man. I love it. Yes. And, um, we should, uh, as, plan what's up? a third, oh, what are they? The Western Conference third place Sacramento Kings game sometime, too. Uh, I, I was out uh, last night trying to. It was too cloudy to see the see the beam. Couldn't quite. See I it. saw the beam for the first time on Sunday when I was driving back to oh, yeah. uh, Sacramento. I was like, I see it right, right over. Just it's right off to the right here. I got step outside. We already have. We have. I think it's six more wins than we did all of last year. That's awesome. See, yeah, that's so great. So, Kings going to the NBA yeah. championship. Calling it, saying it here Keith, first. Keith, you're a Kings no, fan now. What is going on? What do you mean, you, you too, Gio? Oh my goodness! Thank hey, you. Uh, Sacramento. So, big time Boston Celtics fan, but the Kings are like the they're like the side piece. Okay, like it's yeah. uh, that's my that's my Western Conference favorite team. So, <laughs> we ain't no I love queen. Kings, We're the Kings. Kangs, the Kangs. Wow, Kangs, Kangs, with Kangs. Kangs wow. With I've been a Kings fan. I've been a Kings fan. Almost as long as you've been alive, Jacob Bartley. We talking? Wow, <laughs> I don't know. that's not true. That's not true. The only bad thing is, is they're doing exactly what I had to experience with the Warriors in the Bay Area. Is those chick tickets were dirt cheap yeah. for years? Yep. Where mm-hmm. I was going, I got to see Shaq on the Celtics for four dollars. I'll never forget <laughs> that. Right. And then now it's like, and I'm yeah. like. No, not the Dude, my sister, my sister had season tickets for like ten years, and then she gave them up like maybe two years ago. Oh, no. And then me and my son Kevin were just screaming at her, "Don't do this!" I'm telling you, every year we'd be like, "Don't do it." Now, now she's trying to get them back, and of course they're like, uh, "Of course." Crippled. Well, yeah. you know, I mean, I I'm always in the chat like you guys. Hey, I got like four tickets to this game, and nobody says anything. So like, anyways, all right, we're off topic. We're already behind. I'm Gio. I'm the host. I'm doing good. All right, we got a great show for you guys. We're gonna a lot of news has dropped in the, uh, in between nows. That. Okay, Marvel Studios making some uh, big time adjustments, and that is definitely gonna affect some of our 
highly anticipated uh, shows and movies that we have coming out. Uh, WB and New Line struck a deal for more Lord of the Rings. You knew this was happening. And uh, Star Wars, uh, the future of the movies on the big screen. Could that be revealed at Celebration? We're going to get to all that. But if you've seen this show and you've been around, you know what's next. It's our movie watching challenge. Somebody hit the stinger, please. The host is supposed to Come hit on. the stinger. No, the s- no. Who's who's the co-pilot? Who's I did my somebody job. was supposed to Sorry. who's the co-pilot? I said this is excellent podcasting. I love it. Oh my god. I'm just kidding. Okay. Geo, you're killing it, man. You didn't know you had to do that. You're Geo, the audio listeners didn't notice the thing. Bro, I'm not even supposed to be here, man. Come on, guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh last week. Brian was challenged to watch The Last Duel, um, starring Ben Affleck, Matt Damon, Adam Driver, and oh my God, what's her name? Jodie Comer. Uh, thank you, Jodie Comer. Um, Ridley Scott's uh, latest uh, flick. And uh, Brian, I don't know. What are you doing? Are you doing a separate video? Are you talking about it now? What's what's going on? Already shot it. Already shot it. Okay, Brian nice. has one in the chamber. He's gonna uh, release that video for the last uh, the last duel. Um, that video is Not coming the last tomorrow. Of us, the last duel. The you last duel. The last, last of us. us. <laughs> yeah, man. Last action hero. Anyways, um, Brian. Yes. Tease the fans a little bit. Okay, give us a tease about what you think of the movie. Something. I. The action was top-notch in this movie. I will say that. Okay. That's good <laughs> action. There you go. That's, all That's the best it. elevator pitch I've ever heard. Um, wow. This is... Jake, we got some our... clips from this episode. for just... We're only 15 minutes in, and the show's already hit a <laughs> haywire. I'm trying to think of if this was, this, other than Gladiator, the only other Ridley Scott movie I've seen. Oh, you've seen The Martian? Have you seen The Martian? Oh, yes, I've seen The Martian. Okay. Have you seen Alien? No, I haven't seen any of the aliens. I have seen... I saw the original Blade Runner, but I think, other than those three, I think I haven't seen anything Ridley Scott. Oh, wait. wait. Brian, you got to watch The Counselor. What was the the Charlie Hunnam one? The, it was a King Arthur movie. Yeah, King Arthur. No, that wasn't. That wasn't really. Oh, Scott. That, that was Guy Ritchie. Oh, that was, oh, that was Guy Ritchie. No, no you're thinking yeah. Robin Hood. He directed. Yeah, you're thinking of Robin Hood oh, really with uh, Russell yeah, Crowe. Yeah, yeah. Russell Crowe, Russell Crow, yeah. Kate yeah. Blanchett. I actually mm-hmm. like Robin Hood a lot. By the way, like that movie is kind of cool. Yeah, That's just definitely me, those three are the only. Oh no, I've seen Black Hawk Down. You're all right, Keith. Okay. So all right. Forgot about Black Hawk Down. That's a great movie. I like that. Yeah, I, I, I caught that movie too late. Um, but anyways, okay. Uh, let's get to the second part, the movie watching challenge. Brian, I need you to reveal who you have challenged and bring up that wheel and what they will be watching. Mr. Bartley, your time is up. I knew it. Yay. I knew it. But okay. So you have four Damn. of randomness. You got two Scorsese uh, movies on. I... Actually, I like to put people's whole list in it and just click it four times, and those are the four <laughs> movies on the wheel. And that's what you got this time, Jacob, wow. which is The Age of Innocence, Raging Bull, wow. American Psycho, and 42. Wow. What so, a list. No rhyme what or reason. Literally pure randomness. I wouldn't um, mind either one. 
works, but are we ready? Yep. Let's go ahead and spin the wheel. Those of you in the chat, let us know which movie you want Jacob to watch. We go ahead. I know which one I really want. Raging Bolt. American go. Psycho. Ah. Oh, really? Oh, here we go. I'll take oh. it. The Age of Innocence. I will take it. This is a Scorsese movie I'm very, very unfamiliar with. Um, hmm. All I heard, I just heard some other people talking about some of Scorsese's best movies, and they mentioned this one, and I yeah. added it to my list. So that's all I know. That Scorsese directed I it. I am that's not going to lie. I <clears throat> thought that this was the Age of Adelaide. Wait, Keith, is Harrison Ford in this? <laughs> No. <laughs> this very moment, I thought it was the Age of Adelaide. That's why I said, I was like, wow, two scores. Completely different titles. Sorry, Jacob, what'd you say? Um, no, I was, oh, that's who I was thinking of. Daniel Day Lewis is in this movie. Yeah, which, Michelle, uh, Michelle Daniel Day Lewis, Michelle Pfeiffer, Winona Ryder. Winona Ryder, yeah, that's right. That's what caught my attention because, like, I think he's only other done Gangs of New York with him, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. Thank yeah. you. I also made sure that all of your movies were available free on streaming, just because I am not Aww, that, thank that you. kind of person. You know what <laughs> I'm gonna do now? I'm gonna set a reminder to watch it. So <laughs> forget. Sounds good. Uh, wow. Real quick, before we move on, two things. Karen sent in a very generous five dollars super sticker. Karen, Karen, hi, Karen. Karen Appreciate it, Karen. Um, awesome. And second. Uh, I know that we try to do two people on the reviews for challenge. Keith, if you want to sub in to do a review with Jacob, that's all on you. Cause I have not seen this movie and I guarantee you, Brian hasn't. So oh, I literally just thought it was the age of Adeline. <laughs> <laughs> um, three minutes ago. Keith, if you're down, we can do that. We'll talk. Okay. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah, I've cool. seen the movie cool. in probably 20 years. So yeah, I'd love to do that. Yeah. Then we will guess, review it how about we watch it together? In April. Do that. Maybe we'll see. We'll talk. We'll talk. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and then uh, you guys can shoot it right after Barley and Barnes, and there you go. All right. Well, all right. We might do Stay that, too. We might. <laughs> I, I, I can see the – I got the little sarcasm in your voice there. I love that. <laughs> it's now March. So it's not March. It's not going to be April. It's not a monthly it's show. Not it's not March <laughs> yet, okay? Don't it's disrespect a, February like it's that. A, it's it's a, hey, wait, wait. Well, hold on. It's not a monthly show. It's a bi-yearly show. <laughs> no, it's a quarterly show. All right, quarterly. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. We, we got to move on. We got to move on. Walk uh, exchange, everything. <laughs> stay tuned for Brian's thoughts on uh, the last <laughs> the last duel releasing tomorrow. Jesus Christ. And uh, Jacob's thoughts. On the age of innocence next week. We're going to get into our first topic. Marvel Studios. That's the hot topic right now on film Twitter. Well, uh, Kevin Feige did an interview with Entertainment Weekly and described some of the changes that, you know, fans, consumers, shareholders can expect in regards to their upcoming phase five and possibly phase six slate. So in an interview with Entertainment Weekly, Kevin Feige said the pace at which we're putting out Disney Plus shows will change. And uh, noting there will be fewer shows and that they will be more spaced out. And as a reminder, What If, Season 2, Echo, Ironheart, Agatha, Coven of Chaos, they they had set dates initially, but now they're moved to 
back to 2024 with later dates. And we just heard last week that the Marvels, which debuted a poster, was pushed from July to November. So that makes a lot of space between Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 and the Marvels. What is it, about six months? About a six-month break? Yeah, as far six as About months. MCU films? It went from um, being two, two months to six months. Six months? Very much a strategy move. Uh, this is very much something that uh, Bob Iger, who recently returned to Disney, uh, stands behind. Okay, it's no coincidence with uh, Chapek gone that they're starting to finally redo things and bring back that i don't know what whatever you guys want to call it uh, that you know excitement that the mcu had for the first three phases and so let's get into it let's talk about what this means is it the right move is it does it mean that certain shows are never going to see the light of day let's take it away who wants to start i'll start um i i definitely think that uh, look, this has been a, a huge topic of conversation all over the internet um, in our space as well with, with our group. And, you know, whether it's after the movies or we did it last weekend when everybody came over to the house, we were, we were briefly talking about it. Um, it's been a very hot di- discussion, not just recently over the past like couple months, but over the last year, just because of the amount of content they've been putting out. I, and this is just kind of where I stand. I don't know where everybody else stands, but I do think that everyone paying attention to this type of stuff should really look at this as more of Marvel deciding to do this on their own rather than the projects being what's called delayed. Like they're not delayed. They're not delaying the projects because they're not being made or that they're not being filmed in time or whatever it may be. They're choosing to do this to make sure that the universe itself is better off. Cause there's a big difference between what we can call pushing and delaying something delaying means that it's just not going to get made in time that you know there was problems someone walked off the set etc pushing is like okay well we're ready we like it but maybe we want to get it a little bit more of a breathing room and and put it in a different uh quarter so we're going to push it back um that's just kind of where i personally stand uh but i i definitely think that it's the right move um i think it's it's smart of them to do it now because they could have easily said it la- at some point last year when we had all the television shows and the movies, but we were in the middle of a phase. This all came out before the start of a brand new phase, which is kind of the smart way to do it. They didn't do it like after two or three projects into a phase or towards the end of a phase. They did it in between phases, which, you know, again, can kind of be like the beginning of a chapter, essentially. Um, you know, I, I definitely stand behind the choice of pretty much giving us five projects a year, three movies, two TV shows. Pushing uh, the Marvels back to November means that more than likely we will be getting both Secret Invasion and Loki in between that time period. Um, Probably a TV show in June and then probably a TV show in like August is probably my guess. Yeah. Um, August or September, somewhere around there. Um, And more than likely both being about six episodes is what I'm guessing. Uh, I also think that more than likely the shows that haven't been announced that were possibly planned, those characters could be squished together in other projects and not given the chance to have their own because I, I and I'm going to be honest here and, and you know, we'll, we'll talk it out, but I definitely think that many of the projects that we haven't just seen, but that we know that are coming 
they're either not necessary or they can be combined into another project that would easily just fit fine. Uh, we saw it in the first 10 years of the MCU. Not every character had their own project. You know, like uh, I'll use the, a great example of someone like Falcon. He was in Winter Soldier. Then he showed up at the, at the end of um, Age of Ultron. Then he was in Civil War. Like he, he grew and now he's getting his own project. He didn't get his own project right away. Um, and that was for many characters. Uh, I want to see more characters take the spotlight, but I definitely think that some characters don't need their own shows or projects. Um, Who are you hinting at? I don't personally think Agatha needs a show. How dare? <laughs> well, they they are they are filming, right? Just no, that that show's happening. That show's that happening. Is, but okay. Agatha's not yeah. the only one. <clears throat> I personally think that Echo's story could fit in Daredevil. That's fine. That man. show is mm-hmm. that show is eighteen episodes long. You can put Echo's story. Because who is Echo's story dealing with? Kingpin. Like, well, they're all in her show too. Like, it, Echo <laughs> can be, and I get why they're doing it. I understand, but there are certain characters that fit better or just make more sense in a different property rather than a solo adventure. Um, and I think they're realizing. I think that after a year or two of doing it and trying, look, Disney Plus is only two years old. Let's like let's not forget about this. It's only two years old or three maybe. Three. Um, so they were obviously experimenting with it and trying like, oh, we're going to we want to do all this stuff. They did it, but then they realized like it kind of pushed some fans back because there was just constant content, just constantly watching and and taking in information and debating rather than giving people a breather. Um, and I'm OK with them doing it like they owned up to it. They flat out own up to it, which most companies would not own up to it. So I give them kudos in that aspect. So I'm all for it. I think it's better off. I'm glad to have, you know, a month or two of break. And it's exactly what I was going to. Karen said it. Quality over quantity. Yeah. I said that for years about Star Wars. I said that I, on this show. You took exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. Yep. Well, Star Wars Disney. realized that very quick. I don't know about quick, but they did eventually realize that. <laughs> they realized After, it now, uh, definitely. For sure. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, and now it's got to the point where, geez, I mean, the movies. You know, what that last movie was four, uh, three years ago. Uh, four years kudos, ago. Uh, four years. Oh, just just over three. Sorry. A little over three. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. It's going to be four. It's going to be who knows how when the next one's coming. So, um, we'll talk about that later. But. Uh, yeah, I agree. Just everything you said, uh, Jake. Um, I wonder, hmm, none of this, if not for this pandemic, none of this would be happening. Because remember, that everything, every time something happens with the MCU or anything moves or really when anything comes out or just anything the last couple of years, it's just, just wonder what everything would look like if none of the, because they had a totally different slate and schedule pre uh <clears throat> Uh, well, pandemic. it was the same projects, but a different just a way different that order it was being released. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, but not only that, well, you're right, but a lot of them just from productions had to change. They had to shoot differently, uh, you know, because of uh, COVID, like uh, regulations and all that stuff. Um, reshoots, all that kind of stuff. I wonder how much stuff got reshot, or maybe they looked at some things like, yeah, maybe we can change this, you know. But yeah, you're right. It, so it's it's a it's just weird how how that just altered all this stuff. Uh, but I don't know. Like, only so what TV shows? And I didn't quite look at the. 
I kind of glanced at the story. I didn't really get into it. But what what TV show is actually coming first? Secret, Secret Invasion. Secret Invasion is definitely going to. Okay. Which they haven't given a concrete date yet, I believe, right, Jake? They haven't given. Well, it, it was like originally a... supposed to be March or April, but now we're because of the Marvels being pushed. It's probably going to take that June spot. Right. Or July. right after, because Guardians is the beginning of May, May, so that gives it a month to be in theaters. Because then what they they release Loki and Miss Marvel in twenty one and twenty two in June. Yeah. So they're they're keeping so. a June TV spot. So I'm guessing June. Yeah. And then I think you mentioned uh, probably something in August too, because I think I think uh, She-Hulk was in August, I think, right? She-Hulk was in August or sept- and September, which means yeah. Loki will probably be the same. So they'll, they'll probably do that. That'll probably yeah, a little more what they'll probably, yeah. probably start to stick to at least for now. So yeah. hey, I'm all for it. Listen, if, if they can just think they take a step back, just pull some things, uh, just zoom out, see what everything looks like, sort it out. I'm all for that. Um, you know, I, I don't want to get into a too far into a discussion about fatigue, but I think that for me personally, <laughs> that certainly has started to happen. Like we talked about it a couple times over the last year or so. Um, um, but this their storyline, I'm always going to be into. I, I want to see what's going to happen next. But um, uh, and then the other thing you mentioned, Jake, that there's a lot of characters, not a lot, but there's characters I think probably better off. In other projects, rather than having their own solar, I kind of feel that way about Ant Man. To be honest, uh, I was thinking that, was thinking about that when we were watching Ant Man, like I kind of, I don't know. I think I, and he's had three movies, so I, I doubt they'll make another Ant Man movie. I wonder if he'll be another character that we just see in other projects rather than having solo, solo projects. And I think they might consolidate some stories by doing that, putting some characters in other projects like they again like i always say like they do in the comics <laughs> you know other characters show up in other people's things all the time you know so there'll probably be a lot i would imagine there would be a lot more of that rather than trying to make solo things for everybody i don't know let's see yeah stop trying to make some i mean just because iron man was a <clears throat> at, at the time a c-level character i turned into an a doesn't mean it's going to happen to you're going to get that same success with every other C level or D level character. So, well, uh, just, Brian, check Oh, go ahead. Sorry, sorry. Go ahead. Um, completely agree. I think that this works better. Um, because I think they got the hint from Star Wars, and I mean, even I at some, at points was getting like overwhelmed with it. Um, although Jake is so far off on Agatha it's not even funny uh I, I, I mean, I'm interested in that too I do want to I'm curious it's gonna be that. the campiest show <laughs> eh. I cannot wait um I think it's actually only, gonna be scary like the only reason why I honestly. say that is, be, is because because you don't like me fun. no to me it almost feels like they're doing it just to involve Wiccan or to WandaVision's kids, like, or Wanda's kids, excuse me. Well, I think it's just because people loved her in WandaVision, and WandaVision is one of their most successful shows. So it's like, yeah. let's do a spinoff, her, you know? Her character it, does, I mean, that she does a lot of, like, she's involved in a lot of big time stuff. Well, no, I, I don't, I, look, and I could be totally wrong when it comes out. I, I get that. I'm just saying, to me personally, I wasn't clamoring yeah, I got for, for an Agatha show. Yeah, like, Andy, Andy. 
A hundred percent. That is literally the only reason why her wow. and Catherine Hahn are the only reason That's I care true. about the show. Yeah, Abu she Khan. was casting it. That's official. She's the main That's villain. Awesome. She was wow. casting it. Oh wow. That's awesome. Yeah. She's the main well, villain. Brian, were you done with your thoughts? Um <laughs> the, uh, my last thought was I would not also be surprised if in lieu of TV shows, hmm. you maybe start getting a special presentation. Mm. Uh, I like that. Yeah. Sure. So I mean because- we, we talked about that when we talked about Nova. I don't want yeah. a Nova series, I want a Nova special presentation. Like I know some of you guys like Moon Knight a lot, but I think they could have done that with Moon Knight, honestly. You are high. No, I think they, they totally could have. Uh, now, there's too much going on for that to be a, a, an hour. Yeah. There's a lot yeah. going on. They could have they night. could have done that with She-Hulk. Yes. It may not if they're trying to do a sitcom, but it would have been a totally different show. Yeah. But anyways, I to me, this is not a big deal because yeah, I agree. They announced Disney Plus. We knew this was gonna like they were gonna try things and maybe some things fail. Okay. Look at the history of the MCU. How many times have they had to make schedule changes or hiccups? Very rarely. Very, very rarely, especially under the Bob Iger era. They the only movie that was announced and canceled that I can think of is the Inhumans movie. Other studios and other, um, yeah, other studios, even under the Disney umbrella, have announced projects that get canceled. Marvel, and then all of this trouble that started happening was after Bob Iger left. And he comes back, and he's trying to fix things. To me, I think it's as simple as that. So if you have this property, this franchise, this studio of Marvel, we can, we got to give them the benefit of the, of the doubt because they've only done this very minorly once or twice. In since 2008, so I'm not worried. Like they'll they'll figure it out. They'll get it back into shape. I've been. I don't think their pockets are hurting by delaying things. I think they're fine. Just so. quickly, I've been saying this since like all this came up. The Infinity Saga was the MCU's freshman season. They are currently in a sophomore slump. Yeah, and that is it. That that's perfect. Yeah, I like that. Well, to quote uh, Scarlet Witch and uh, Civil War, I think you guys are pulling your punches. Um, This is definitely a good thing that they are shifting some things around and not giving us too much too soon. But to me, this also says that they are acknowledging that what they've been doing since the start of Phase 4 has been slowly not working out okay like and this is just me subjectively speaking okay like i when you announce so many damn projects and like things that i'm gonna have to keep up with in order to know what's going on when i watch the big movie or the next big movie on this big screen it gets exhausting sometimes okay like i i've only seen about half a she hulk i haven't even watched the finale of moon knight and I haven't even started Miss Marvel yet. I it's not because like I don't I, I don't doubt that those shows have their fans. It's just it's just a lot. Plain and simple for me. It's just a lot. And I think there is a growing number of people who are starting to feel the same way. Okay. Like during the Chapek era, it was uh quantity, right? Instead of quality. 
And what did we just see with Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania? The second se- the second weekend box office numbers. That's a huge drop. You wouldn't think Marvel would experience something like that, but it's happening. And they probably got these projections weeks ago or something like that. And they're they're doing more course correction again, which is great. But guys, Bob Iger is not going to be there forever, so I they better be learning from these errors and mistakes and hiccups. Okay, as far as comic book movie genre goes, they're still way ahead of the game, and it's not even close. But you know what? Glad to hear you admitted it, Gio. But for now, you know what? If Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three was not the next movie coming out. I, I don't know how much of a rush I'd be to go out and watch the next MCU movie. Just uh, subjectively speaking. If the Marvels... Depends oh, on... I was just going to say, here's my thing. I think for people like us who consume this like and live through it, I think it's not as difficult. For people like my sister who is just a casual, enjoys it, she is so lost and so confused at like what she should have watched, what she didn't or did watch. I think it's taking more of a toll on the casual fans to the point where it's just like, I I just, I just kind of give up. You're right, Brian. You're hundred percent right about that. That's who they're focused on. Right. Yeah. Cause there's people that they've got to the point. There's people that don't even either can't or, don't want to differentiate between for them for them the end game was probably their you know yeah like uh well they're it. like yeah. shazam's coming out like we don't there's probably gonna be people that think that's a marvel movie <laughs> you know oh yeah. No. <laughs> the, every, yeah every old director that it, they gets interviewed and they ask what do you think about them they think everything that's a blockbuster is a marvel because you know, <laughs> that's what everyone just refers to, to everything as the marvel movies that's all you hear you know um, I bet you Blue Beetle is going to come out, and people are going to think it's unless unless Batman is in it. You know, that's probably yeah, why they put Batman, Batman in it. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. No, yeah, and you're right, Batman. Brian. Because look, like we all have busy lives, right? But all of us except Geo make sure that like we're consuming every single MCU thing that's Jeez. that's released every episode, the day it comes out, and we rewatch them too. And like we haven't missed anything. But the casual fans do. Because, like, I'm asking people at work, <laughs> you guys going to go see the new Ant-Man? I'm asking kids. I'm asking coworkers. Nope. Yeah. No. So. Yeah. My, kids, my kids, they're like, I asked them, do you guys want to still see there? Now they're getting to the point where they're like, yeah, I don't know. Like, that's crazy. Because right. I'm still dying to see every project, like, immediately. Of but course. that's just me, though. That's just me. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, you know, that uh, as far as the MCU fans go, like, they're again, they're, they're not worried about us. And I consider myself. we're going to be there no matter too. what. We're going to be there no matter what. But how do these movies make a billion dollars, $1.5 billion? It ain't just the fans who make up 10% of the audience or 15% at most. It's the casual moviegoers. Yeah, I think and my they sister... realize that they're losing the casual moviegoers. Look at the Quantumania second weekend drop. Yeah. And March yeah. is stacked. Yeah, March right. is insane. So like... You know, thank God Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 is the next movie coming out. James Gunn, you know, like it's, uh, I mean, he's like, 
you know, like he's he's up there with Favreau and Ryan Coogler as far as MCU directors. But then what? Remains to be seen. We'll see. Yeah. Mm. Agreed. All right. Well, uh, let's see. You asked, That's what uh, I was laughing about because Brian, <laughs> now they're going to have a nickname and uh, it's, yeah. it's cute. They're cute. They're gross, <laughs> but they're cute. <laughs> All right. Well, you guys, uh, make sure you leave your thoughts, whether you're watching live or on uh, playback. Uh, what do you think about this uh, shift with uh, Disney Plus and, uh, you know, what good will come of it? What bad? Let's move on and let's go to the other major studio. Uh, Warner Brothers Discovery and New Line have made a deal and we are getting more Lord of the Rings movies on the big screen. Okay. Now, Embracer Group is the company that actually owns the film rights to Lord of the Rings, whereas Prime Video owns the TV rights. And Embracer to... Group? Right. There's a, there's a full right. name, Gio. Read the full uh, name. Read the full name. Embracer Group AB. Okay. That's it? Okay. Sorry. My bad. Just, yeah. Right? I mean, go for, you'd be surprised who owns the, the rights to a lot of these Hollywood projects. But yeah. uh, So the report came out that New Line and Warner Brothers – animation they are currently were in production on the lord of the rings the war of the rohim did i pronounce that right rohim no an city. original what's up rohan the city rohan no it's something Ro- else there's Ro- a different Ro- name for it yeah oh okay rohirrim i think i i can't roll my r's anyways whatever <laughs> you know, lord of the rings fans you know what you're talking about casuals it's a lord of the rings animated show original anime that set they announced that Crazy. 183 years before the events of the Lord of the Rings movie. The movie which tells the fate of the house of Heim Hammerhand. Wow, we are getting really deep. The legend of King Rohan is set to open theatrically on April 12, 2024. Let me read that. It's an, animated, it's an animated movie, guys. Mm-hmm. So an animated oh, movie. Yeah. 2024. Okay. But cool. as far as live action goes, we're going to get more Lord of the Rings movies. So what do you guys want to see? Let's uh, let's take it away. Let's start with uh, Keith, right? You're the big Lord of the Rings guy. What do you think? Go ahead. Uh, okay. Just what I said. <laughs> I don't just uh, okay. I, I'm worried they're gonna MCU this thing, and uh, that's what I don't. Well, Keith, want. let me uh, let me break it to you hard. It came out today that uh, Zaslav, by quote, said. He wants to make Lord of the Rings like Star Wars. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, all right. Fine. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Tolkien, and I know his son, there's so much of this stuff that was like, and Jacob, you probably know more about this than me, but like, there's a lot of his stuff that he, he did a lot of extra stuff, supplemental stuff that just like wasn't finished, right? Totally. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he did. He did. did. We read some of it in a class that I took. Yeah, there there was. And I think some of his family finished it for him. Or or at least tried to. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, his son, his son's also passed. Right. Uh, I think Christopher, I think his name, Christopher Tolkien, uh, was trying, was working on a lot of that. I don't know if he was actually writing or I I don't know. But yeah, yeah, I know. it's Yeah, you're right. His family. I've heard that. So maybe I think that's what a lot of this show that we just got on Amazon on Prime Video, which I liked. I liked the show, and a lot of people didn't. You know, I thought it was fine. I thought the uh, well, it the was show based was... on the 
history from the Cimmerillion. Cimmerillion, the Cimmerillion, which and and because they only. So from what I understand, they played fast and loose with a lot of that, though. Like, well, kinda... so and and they did that yes, because exactly. they basically Amazon only essentially had rights to anything that had nothing to do with the films. The yeah. like they they're keeping the storylines mm-hmm. that are like around the movies okay. for the movies only. So Prime doesn't have the rights to use them, which is Got why you. they're taking liberties on stuff. Yeah. Um. So is that and is that that's the what's what's that company called? That's who owns. Yeah, that whatever that, that the company that whatever. owns the rights to the Lord of the Rings, they yeah. they oversee everything. Can I and go ahead, Brian? Can I interrupt? I've just read through a bunch of uh what it is. So Embracer Group doesn't own it. So it says Embracer Group does not own Lord of the Rings. Those rights are still owned and managed by the Tolkien estate. It does mean that Embracer now holds sway over Lord of the Rings material adapted into different mediums such as film, television, board games, theme parks, and video. Um, so they're like the highest shareholder, essentially. Is essentially, yes. And so they're keeping things separate from each other, which then gets super confusing, but also can't help. The only problem is everything in Lord of the Rings is connected. Yeah. Like, no matter what age you get into... There are certain things that blend into each other That's because characters live forever and it's one sure. big, like all the villains kind of come from one like really main section of tree. Like it's one big section of tree line and like, and that's where it gets wishy-washy as far as more <laughs> Lord of the Rings movies. It makes sense. Sure. Like it, it makes sense, but how are you going to do it? And when are like what what's the what's the story like when like that's, is it going to connect to that's what I'm saying Bilbo and and Gandalf or are you not going to touch that stuff are we getting the Aragorn trilogy yeah are like what Gandalf are you doing trilogy are we gonna get I him? say they do a uh, sequel trilogy uh, because here's the thing it's either get the get new well, Lord of the Rings or not there's so there's no I, other books to base it off of I don't know I don't obviously I don't I barely know anything about the Lord of the Rings like lore. But I always saw the Lord of the Rings movies as like the end game. Like, like that is. story's over yeah, and done I mean, once Return, Return of the King, of the King, is, King over. is end game. That's basically. what I was saying. I, that was gonna say. So you could really So anything like, past cool. that would wouldn't like make sense. Like from what I understand, there is Let's so much stuff new... like like yeah. hundreds of years in the past that you could yes. tell. Yes. Yeah. And there's so much stuff that we with, with characters, we have <clears> no idea what they were doing. So Frodo wouldn't be in the story. I mean, at the end, he goes to the secret. He goes to that heaven. That yeah, basically, yeah. Yeah. But um, but they stay. You know, the other three hobbits stay. You know, Mary Pippin and Sam. They could do something with that. I mean, Sam basically, you know, stays and runs the Shire. Basically, he's you know, essentially, he he ends up doing that. So he could do something with that, and it'd be Sean Austin. I mean, bring him back. To me, this is how I look at this. Now that I'm seeing this all. I think the show on Amazon Prime is separate. Like, I just think it's its own thing. Like, in in my view, like I don't think it's connected to the movies. I like, think it's like Daredevil. Yes no. I think it's like Daredevil was to the MCU. Yeah, and that's and the thing is, they could always connect it if they want to, right? Um, but hmm. I think, look, and it's going gonna, to in the next couple seasons. Like, I don't. Know. If they're gonna do it, like, if they want to go all out. They got to do a sequel trilogy like 15 to 30 years after the original. Uh, I disagree. What's, I disagree. They got to make up a bigger threat than. Look, okay, so 
taking. Well, I, then if not, then you can't bring any of the actors back. Um, oh, only Legolas. That which. No, I I don't think you should do a sequel trilogy at all. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I, I think you stay away from any of those characters. I think you do something totally. Different. So so here here's a here's a reference. If Star Wars isn't going to do the Knights of the Old Republic, Lord of the Rings, go hundreds and hundreds of years in the past and tell a go. story that has nothing to do with what we know. Right. I think it just some just some some line of king, some 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 kingdom uh like that. Like the story in the show with the the guy uh yeah, the, the island nation, I can't remember what it's called. That yeah. island. Oh that has, yeah, like, that's so Tell a story like yeah. that that's set mm-hmm. there, you know. Cuz cuz we know I'm so cool far like they, like they had the Hobbit trilogy, which the Hobbit trilogy was, you know, it didn't involve Sauron, but it kind of sort of kind of set that all up. Then you had the Lord of the Rings that trilogy, was which was all about Sauron. Yeah. And now we know, I mean, and spoiler, I'm sorry, but the Lord of the Rings show is about Sauron. Like, it's like in his ah. flesh and blood. And so, and what we know from Lord of the Rings is, and if you don't know this, Sauron actually isn't the big bad. It's, he's a pawn from another character that we have yet to see. So, there is so much story there that you could tell hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years ago that is ripe for you to, to, to write a movie about. It just depends on if they want to. So here's the thing. Okay. Well, people will make this argument too. But look, this is a fictional world with where you can just hire a writer to write a new story. It, they can do that. But also to me, David Zaslav is not effing around. He like... He, I say he's a businessman, and, and I mean that as a compliment. Mm. He knows what he wants a sequel movies with Harry Potter with the original cast. He's gonna want a there's a story there, though. Movie trilogy. Look, I'm not saying this is what I want, I'm saying this is what's gonna happen. David Zaslav is going to make a sequel trilogy. Oh, I, sequel I would movie. make a bet with you right now. I'll make oh, a bet. Here it is, right, right here. Jake, remember our bet, Indiana Jones and the Flash. But go ahead, what's a bet? I would make a bet with you right now, Jacob, that they're, I, I guarantee you they're gonna make a sequel the, trilogy. What's I the guarantee you they're not making bet. it. Like what? The first, the first Lord forever. of the Rings, the first Lord of the Rings movie or story, whatever they tell, it will ha- it will not be a sequel movie. Wait, mm. can I ask Jacob? Do you think? Besides, I still also want to say what I think. Um, no, Brian, you don't get to say in this matter. Well, too bad. Actually, I don't really. I have like one thing to say, and I really don't care about Lord. <laughs> That's of the it. That, yes. Um, <laughs> uh, do you mean sequel? Just as in. It will take place in the events after, or there will be some threads that. Mm, well, I mean, it'll take place in after the Return of the King, but I I think we'll see some familiar faces. Whether who that is, I mean, Orlando Bloom, he's just in every okay. like he's okay, in, so then you do in all of them. But yeah, and I mean, Jake, I'm not as confident that it'll be the first thing they do, but I think they will do it. I just think that you kind of need to separate yourself. And if Viggo Mortensen won't come back, then they won't do it. So to me, if Viggo Mortensen says no, they're not doing it. I just, I just, this is, this is the problem we had with Star Wars. And we're going to get into it here in just a little bit. But like, why make the universe smaller? What, like, like Lord of the Rings, there's, there's literal ages for a reason. Lord of the Rings was the third age. Like there's two ages before that. But Zalzas hasn't said he's making a sequel. Like you... So do you talk to Zaslav like on the phone or something? Or you could tell no. that story. I'm that- saying, look, <laughs> look at his track record. Everything he's been saying, he he wants to maximize his best properties, which are DC, Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. Okay. Yes, but Lord, but and- Lord of the Rings doesn't mean you make 
I don't know that just about those know characters. People, it's a though. it's yeah. a property. Like it's 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 a property. It's not just go, about. Are, are, are you for or against a returning cast Harry Potter movie? I I don't know because I wouldn't know what the. Then yeah, I don't know the cursed child story. Do I think there's a story there? Probably. I don't think there's a story in. You guys are misunderstanding what I'm saying. I'm not saying this is what I want to happen. I'm not I know, saying but you're that. Snow, but you're saying that's I, I'm just, happen. I'm just disagreeing with you saying this is going to happen. I don't think it's going to happen. Equal. I can guarantee you that Zaslav will try to make it happen. Like I, I don't gonna, know, it'll be. Sick. But we'll never. But we'll never. I think know. he's going to try to get. He's going <laughs> to. I guarantee you, they've already spoken to Viggo Mortensen. I guarantee. Okay, you but if, if that's the case, have. then it could be a prequel about Viggo Mortensen and his time being with the, with the Rangers, sure. hanging out. Then I would win. Then he, I would win the bet. De-aging, sure. That's what I'm saying. Before I don't want to say de-aging, though. Can Brian say his piece? Of course, no, Brian. Brian. No, I'm just kidding. You're the expert here, Brian. No, there's just one thing that I think is a possibility that it's being overlooked. That because I'm gonna be completely honest. I don't give a shit about Lord of the Rings movies and TV show. <laughs> I tried to do the TV show and it wasn't for me. However, there is one thing I am interested in and that this embracer, I just, this whole entire time I've been researching it. This embracer group is their subsidy subsidiaries are heavy in the video game world. That is 90% of their subsidiaries, including Crystal Dynamics and THQ. Oh, I, I can guarantee you right now, Brian, because of Hogwarts Legacy, there's a Lord of the Rings game in the works. Here's the thing, and I'm not afraid to say it. I'm not a Lord of the Rings fan. The Shadow of Mordor games are some of my favorite games I've ever played. I guarantee you they're doing the Spider-Man effect where they made that Spider-Man video game, then they made Miles Morales, then they're making uh, more... They're doing Hogwarts, and then they're so, going to Lord of the Rings. Guaranteed. So here, there's two things that I'm interested with this Embracer group is they own a lot of video game stuff, which I, I would be actually more interested in a video game world than a movie or TV show for Lord of the Rings. They also own Dark Horse, uh, which... Oh, really? Okay. If I mean, you're probably... I would highly I'm doubt you would, see, you would see... Uh, um marvel or dc studio uh throwing out comics for it but if you throw some of the lord of the rings dark horse stuff i could see that more as a possibility than some other stuff so to be for me mm. if i'm gonna get lord of the rings for my personal likes i would be more interested in this stake that this uh embracer group has in the video games and possibly comic realm you're gonna get yeah you're definitely gonna get video games i I could see that happening i could see warner brothers maybe movies aren't as like readily like people are so quick to jump but video games is a huge market in the shadow of mordor games are some of the best games that playstation did those come out like on the xbox one yes like okay yeah those games i played those those games were dope they were fantastic and they became platinum hit games. So where you sell a certain amount. So mm. I know sorry we're movies and TV, but for me, no, video games is I think a huge market that Lord of the Rings should look into. I mean, oh, yeah. Like I, Jake I, said, I, I guarantee you with the hard definitely company. are. Yeah. Uh Gio, so. I you haven't spoken much. I know you're hosting and everything, but you gotta get your opinion in here, man. What are you thinking? 
Well, uh, I did a separate video on the channel. You guys can check that out. But um, uh, Karen uh, said, uh, I think it was Karen who said Peter Jackson. Well, Peter Jackson has been in no. communication. No. He has been in communication with them. I'm not saying he's, he's uh, you know, mm -hmm. going to do it, but they are listening to what vision they have for mm -hmm. these new era of Lord of the Rings uh, movies. Uh, mm -hmm. Jacob, I think you have a point that uh, David Zaslav absolutely wants to bring, bring more of Lord of the Rings to the big screen. They want to replicate that amazing decade that they have. Okay, you want to talk about Disney owning the 2010s? Warner Brothers with the 2000s, okay? With three Lord Very of the Rings true. movies, with DC, with Harry the Potter, they Matrix, they want to bring that back. And they are, in my yeah. opinion trying to get the right people in place to at least be a part of the development team. Okay. They're getting James Gunn and the, uh, the writers and the creatives together to figure that out. Okay. They're talking about Hogwarts and, you know, doing more Harry Potter stuff, Hogwarts, and they definitely want Peter Jackson involved in some capacity. Okay. Say what you will about the Hobbit movies. Okay. They're still financially successful. But that original trilogy, okay, that'd be like shutting George Lucas out altogether. I get it. George Lucas was the creator. Peter Jackson Which wasn't the creator. What the, that's what happened. <laughs> I, I, Keith, I think you can sigh or sigh a little bit of a relief. I don't think that Peter Jackson will direct again. Yes, um, exactly. And I don't think I don't think Warner Brothers. I don't think Warner Brothers will allow him after David Yates continued on to direct Harry Potter and that epically failed. So. Yeah, Peter Jackson's I, a better filmmaker than David Yates, though. Like a far I, no, better, I, I, yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah, but he, but David Yates did the last four Harry Potter films, and those things are effing fantastic. Yeah. Um, and I just think Peter Jackson doing six Lord of the Rings movies, like I love Peter Jackson, but I don't want him to direct. Yeah, yeah, I love him. He can. I, oh, I, let I, him I, let him be like a consultant, or you know, yeah, hundred percent brain about the world. Yeah, he should be involved for sure. Yeah. A producer, maybe he helps find finds the right filmmakers. You know, yeah, sure, like for sure, yeah. I uh, mean, he brought on Neil Blomkamp for District Nine. Sure, so. maybe Neil Blomkamp is his director. No, I mean, I don't know. Just saying. oh, Gio, you reminded me of when everyone but Jake probably remembers middle school like time where it was like Star Wars versus Lord of the Rings. Like those were the two Shoot. properties Man. that were like, you picked <laughs> side. I remember that Jedi's night. win all day it just happened. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, that wraps up our Lord of the Rings talk. Uh, you guys, thank you for leaving your uh, comments in the chat. If you're watching on playback, let us know what you think about Lord of the Rings, getting more movies on the big screen. What are they going to call it? Where are they going to go? Let us know. And uh, let's go to the last topic here. This one is very exciting. Uh, Star Wars, another property that's been absent on the big screen for some time. And, uh, Disney is, uh, the report came out, Disney is expected to unveil film plans at Star Wars Celebration set for April in London. Uh, specifically, Damon Lindelof led a writer's room in July to hash out a story for a feature, and Taika Waititi is still in talks to direct, um, sorry, developing, he's still developing, sorry, he's still developing his own take on the franchise. So, okay. We got some movies on the way. Where are they going to go? We know what the shows are bringing. 
So what's going to happen here? And I want to hand this off to the uh, Fandalorian Club uh, duo here, uh, Jake and Brian. Give give us some of your uh, bold predictions, hot takes, or whatever. Well, let's also new trilogy, but it's not going to be a sequel trilogy. Yeah, I think. Um, I don't. I mean, I don't know if they're going to announce an entire new trilogy of celebration, no, but I definitely they're... think we're getting one movie, um, yes. at least one, uh, because. So Brian and I were at Celebration last year, luckily. And the reason why I think that they're going to go hard into movies this year is because they didn't mention a movie. They didn't mention a movie once last year at Celebration. It was Mm -hmm. all television. It was all about the TV shows. The only movies that were talked about was Indiana Jones. And it's not even a Star Wars film, obviously. Um, (laughs) And let's also keep in mind that even though it's in very mucky waters at the moment, and it's probably got like a... 30 to 70 chance of actually being made the patty jenkins rogue one or a uh, rogue squadron movie is out there still um the Come fact on. that she's not do- the fact that she's not doing wonder woman 3 and that she personally came out and said that she's trying to get this movie made she's trying to work on it let's go even though there's a very low chance of it happening it is still out there uh, everything can change in about a month and a half everything could be absolutely blown out of the water they can make announcements that has all three of these movies on the docket saying hey over the next, let's say, six years, you're getting a Rogue Squadron movie, you're getting a Lindelof film, and you're getting a Taika movie. And there's a two years in between each of them. Um, is, is the Feige, the Kevin Feige movie, is that still a thing? That, it's still, still a thing, but nothing's been talked about yet. Uh, he's it's as much very, of a thing as Ryan Johnson's. Yeah, thing. like Feige's thing is a very much on the back burner, I think, at the moment. Um, I, I think Ryan that Johnson the movie... He's, he's doing it. I think the movie that is without a doubt happening will be Lindelof's movie. Lindelof is the one movie out of the three that will 100% be happening. That's in my mind. Um, This guy, if he puts his mind to something, that thing's being made. Uh, He obviously recently did the the season of Watchmen for HBO. Great Uh, season. Behind that story. Um, And he seems very, very focused and, uh, you know, gung-ho and like, I want to tell a Star Wars story. And specifically a Star Wars story that is set after the sequel trilogy. Um, so that that is where that story will take place. Doesn't It doesn't say who or when exactly, but it's taking place after the sequel trilogy. Um, but yeah, I, I think at the end of April, we're going to know what the future of Star Wars looks like. I, it's It's been a long time coming, um, but I think that thankfully they realized really quickly that they were going way too fast with things that they weren't putting a real hard plan on anything. Like let's, they, they released six movie or five movies in uh, four years. That's a lot. That's a lot. Um, so they realized pretty damn quickly, like, ah, we can't go at this pace. The sequel trilogy didn't plan out. There was no really set plan and idea of what we were doing. And I also wouldn't be opposed to like not an official trilogy. I would really love to just continue to see just for a little while, like individual stories about star Wars, because Agreed. like I love continuous stories and stuff like that. And we're getting star Wars trilogies. Like a star Wars trilogy is 100% coming, but an individual story can allow writers to do whatever the hell they want and tell a story that's set 5,000 years in the past that's set in the middle of what we know, but connects to nothing. You know, it, they, they have the freedom to do what they want. And I think that's what Star Wars needs. They don't need 
as much as I love something like the Mandalorian, which is might be my favorite thing on the planet, it connects to everything we know. A movie, if it's not connected to anything, it's the freedom of like going in and not recognizing characters or planets or stories or anything like that. And I think that's what people like Lindelof and and Taika bring to the table. The Rogue Squadron movie is a different story because that'll probably connect a little bit to what we know if that happens. Um, but I do think that they're figuring it out. And I think the, the Star Wars future on the big screen is bright. I do think that once we know, it will be a really good plan. And it's going to get us very, very excited. Um, I think you could honestly get away with telling stories at any time period of anything that don't necessarily have to you could easily get away with telling a story about a bounty hunter doing something in during the time of vampire and not have to do anything connection to anything you i mean there's there's no reason why you need to go super far into the past or super far into the future to avoid things you can literally tell stories of a singular planet and something happening never even leave the planet and say it's during the time of empire you don't i mean mm -hmm. i think that's what people forget that i mean you can tell a star wars story without having to connect to everything and that's kind of what i'm hoping you get like, I mean, sure. If you want to make that just a bunch of random stormtroopers, the bad guys. Okay, fine. That's all you need. They don't need a, an overarching Darth Vader, uh, for your movie. You can literally just make it like a, uh, a lead stormtrooper or something like it. There just doesn't need to always be like this thing, but I think the biggest most important thing is planning. You need mm -hmm. to plan Star Wars. Star Wars is not something you can just throw at the wall because people are going to fight back with it because it is a very hot topic when it comes to fandom. They're yeah. probably, honestly probably the worst worst so uh i think the biggest mistake you can do is just not plan i think they learned their lesson uh they learned it the hard way um but yeah i definitely i mean jake already said most of it they didn't say a single thing about a single movie at last year's celebration so i would assume you i don't want to say heavy heavy but you can at least expect one, maybe two, two things said about probably just a random movie. But they, uh, they have to me, they have to announce at least one movie. Oh, like, hundred, they will. Because I, uh, yeah, like this, what is going on here? Like, look, the MCU has given it a runs for its money, but Star Wars is the biggest film franchise in history. Why are there not movie plans? I'm sure there are now, but like, what is going on? We should not have gone this long with at least knowing something's in the works or something like that. Does but it I don't mind what they did. They, you know, after um, the Rise of Skywalker, like they were like, okay, 
let's take a breather. Let's take a step back and look at everything and reevaluate everything, put out a bunch of Disney plus stuff and we'll figure the movies out later. But I think, uh, can you guys remind me what's, isn't Kathleen Kennedy, is she out soon? Probably no. will I be. I thought she soon. was, no? Uh, no nothing, nothing's been announced. No. Nothing's been announced? Okay. I think what's going to happen, and people disagree with me, but I what I think is going to happen is I think she's going to see the release through for Indiana Jones 5. Yes. And her. then she's going to put a plan together for Star Wars, and then she'll either step down herself or just take a step back in her role <clears throat> and... I was going to say by the time is, her contract's the movie, up in 25, I think, but I, I don't know. Okay. I, I was going to say by the time the movie comes out, she will not be head of Lucasfilm. She might be part of the team that gets that movie off the ground, but um, I don't think she'll be in charge. Not because she did a bad job. She did what the studio, she succeeded she did according to the studio. She made a lot of money. She did a great job according to the studio. One failure in their eyes solo, but yes, the, the critic reviews and the fan responses are uh, are important. They are. So, uh, but yeah, it, yeah, they better just at least one movie, even if it's the Lindelof one. Like I look at his IMDb, he's written some great stuff, not some not so great stuff, but just something, please. And yeah. I, a lot of, probably all of you will disagree with me, but I hope it's Jedi and Force related. That's, that's what I want from Star Wars. I want these guys. Or, I mean, yeah, Force users. Not doesn't have to be... I want this. Something. Bad All right. We heard from Bartley. What about Barnes? <laughs> um, well... You're over it. Say, Damn. If, if, uh, <laughs> I will slightly disagree with a, well, something you said, Brian. Is that I think... Setting it with the backdrop of the Empire is, but they can do that without directly saying having stormtroopers and the Emperor and you know, where's the Skywalker and blah blah blah, whatever. But, um, I think going back, what I would see, just going back, you know, 1500 years or so, where none of that exists at all because we don't know what that universe was like with that, without the backdrop of. The Empire and and Star Destroyers overhead and or whatever we don't know what any of that was like. We have no idea what that any any world set during that time was like. So I'd rather see some stories set there. You know, um, it would be interesting because they don't. They would. It would definitely not be as explorey because they don't have hyperspace. If they go more than about sure. A certain, yeah, amount of time back. You're right. Well, because right. High Republic establishes that it's only been around for about 150 years. Okay. There you so. go. Yeah. 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 And, and a time where, you know, I don't know what the time frame is. I know at one point, you know, what there was a planet, right? Or it was the whole planet of them. Yeah. So, what the hell was the life like then where it was a bunch of Sith running around? Who knows? You know, that's crazy. Uh, or, or even a time where the Jedi were like everywhere, you know, or not everywhere, you know what I mean, but you know, uh, well, they were way more prevalent and probably way more arrogant than they ever were in the times and stuff that we've seen. Um, but so I'd love to see that. Um, but listen, one of the reasons, one of the big reasons that Force Awakens had, had such an impact is because, you know, it was 10 years between movies. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. 
and so and that you gave it time for you yeah. know, people who and not only that people now because of that appreciate the prequels even though you know way more more than they did at the time when they were out right yeah so i wouldn't be in such a rush to all right, let's get a movie. Let's get some movies. All the TV stuff for me has worked. Right, I see. That was going to be my question: Is am I the only one that actually hasn't mind not having a movie for a while? Not like, at all. No. I well, said that no. I mind. That's the first thing and, I said after we go back. And, and let's re- and let's our, remember how the last couple of years have been for Hollywood. Okay, like it, well, the the and TV and Star Wars couldn't have happened at a perfect time. That yeah. and I mean, let, let's. It's only been three years. It's been three years. That's what I'm saying. I mean, I honestly would be fine with them doing like five. It's going to be three years until we see the second Batman movie. So, like, get ready, people. You know, like, three years is not a long time. We're going to have a similar thing right now. Right now, everybody's everybody's like going crazy. Like, when are we getting the X Men? Right? X Men. Like, the more time we go without seeing the X Men, the better it'll be when we actually. Figure it's it because out. modern modern blockbuster has gotten fans accustomed to having movies every two to three years. That's what yes. it is. Yeah. I made the same argument with Avatar: The Way of Water. Okay, like it's just like where where is it? Okay, like it's supposed to be here, and it's like you think a Marvel movie takes a lot of time. VFX, try Star Wars. Okay, I mean it was like, thirty years until we got Top Gun Maverick. Like, come on, guys. Exactly. And yeah, I don't understand why, why people were complaining about ten Look years for Avatar. You got thirty years for <laughs> Top Gun. Thirteen years, Geo. Look, I look years. as far as start. Like, I and it was worth it. <laughs> I will all because the conversation since we haven't seen a Star Wars movie uh, on the big screen. I've seen a lot more people discussing like, well, do we need Star Wars on the big screen? And to me, Star Wars is a big screen property. Absolutely. There's no question that it's a movie property. Like it wouldn't feel or be Star Wars, in my opinion, if they didn't have projects that were made for the movie screen. With that said, I think that what they're doing with the television shows are absolutely fantastic. Mandalorian uh, moments and and stuff inside the Book of Boba Fett. I think Ahsoka is going to be unreal. Uh, we have skeleton crew obi-wan last year they've done a lot of really good things in the star wars television we have the acolyte coming which is the acolyte is the one property out of everything star wars over the last 20 years that has nothing to do with what we know it is so fresh and so out of left field to current star wars that is going to be the real test is if audiences connect to the acolyte then we will know if movie audiences will also be able to connect to a story that's not connected to things that we know. Um, because we, we did spinoffs, right? But it was Han Solo and it was the Death Star plan. So we knew stuff around that. The Acolyte, once that story drops, if people love it, then that gives the studio of like, okay, well, people liked it. They're okay with telling different stories. Let's throw one more at them. Let's throw another couple more at them. And that's when the doors start to open Right, you kind of just have to open a little crack, see what it looks like, and then blow the door right open once you kind of get there. Mm-hmm. So, I think once we see the acolyte, which is supposed to be next spring, I believe, um, oh. that that's going to be something that really is going to be like the tip of the iceberg. I think the show is going to be absolutely fantastic. I, I think the pieces are there. It has an incredible story storyteller in uh, Leslie Headland, I believe her name is. Um, she did uh, Russian Doll for Netflix. And the cast is bonkers good. It's set way before the prequels and, and and at the end of the High Republic era. We know nothing. We know absolutely nothing. And 
honestly, like as much as much as I want to see a Ray continuing her story, I think that the future of Star Wars, in my opinion, is staying away from anything that is in between episode one and episode nine. I that think is the just me. Of Star Wars is backwards. So well, do I. I've been calling for Knights of the Old Republic same. for like 15 years. Same. With forever. Uh, I don't, it doesn't, I'm not sure. I don't know for sure. I could speak for her. I don't know if Daisy Ridley or would, I don't, I don't know if she wants to jump back. Oh, no. Back. I think oh, she, she would. would. She would. It's, she's it's, been it's, talking about it a lot lately. Really? It's, yeah. it's, uh, no, it's, it, it's John Boyega for me. I don't think he would. I don't know if he wants to. No, Finn, Finn will never come back. Finn will never yeah. come back. They don't need him. Nah, he's gonna. You do, can tell. Uh, you can tell a Ray story without him. You don't need Finn mm-hmm. in that story. John Stewart. <clears throat> Anyways, um, wow. okay. Let me chime in a little bit uh, here, um, Keith. I completely agree with you. I think you know, along with S tier marketing, and I'll say that again, S tier marketing, The Force Awakens benefited from a long span without ten years without that. That plus the amazing marketing and just the hype of Han Solo, Chewie, we're home. Yeah. It's like, man. And then that carried over for me to Rogue no, One. Brian. Like, I still had. Yeah, same. <laughs> I still had that excitement. It was after The Last Jedi, which I am a fan of, that it just started to like feel a little, I don't want to say, it, it was only one movie a year, but like oversaturated, you know? Like you can get oversaturated with just, one movie every every year and um you know a lot of people forget this but that happened under bob Iger. okay so like bob Iger is definitely you know learning from his past mistakes he makes mistakes too we all know he's great he's you know goat status but okay all right i'm gonna give you guys a little bit of uh insider here oh here we go you're gonna get three movie announcements at celebration <laughs> Okay. You're going to get three. Are they all separate pro- projects? Yes. But you're okay. going to get three. Thanks, Jesus. And, you know, like, I, I agree with Jake. I think Star Wars absolutely belongs on the big screen. It's certainly found a home on streaming to where, you know, you can do a lot more. You can explore a lot more of, of, of the mythology, you know, in, in these uh, six to eight episodes um, um, series. I personally want to see on the big screen jake you said nothing between episode one and nine Mm -hmm. i'm going to disagree with you a little bit Mm -mm. i need to see a movie on the big screen called star wars racer i need to see the pod racing and all all that that can be before episode one though i (sighs) yeah okay okay cool i'll give you that okay but i'm gonna Mm. I'm tired you of think, Tatooine. You don't though. think that's I, all that would be cool, but I'm tired of Tatooine. I don't want to I'm gonna Tatooine. disagree I'm with you. I'm not saying Gio. that's the first project. I'm saying I need to see that eventually. I'm gonna disagree with you because it should be a television show, not a movie. What? Mm. That that epic sound like on, on the IMAX screen. The only reason why oh is because God. if you're gonna tell a legit series about pod racing, it needs to feel like a NASCAR setting, which means you put an episode at a race. One episode, one race. You fall, you go around the galaxy. If you do it in a movie, it goes too quick. Like it's super quick. Well, it depends on. Like I gotta have a character that we're following that we care about. That. Hey, I have a script, Keith. If you want to read it, it's great. (laughs) I do. Seriously, yeah, that's great. You do. Yeah. I don't. I will. I I think. 
Oh yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Uh, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh no, sorry. I, I'm sorry. I, I just made made a something. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I'm not. Go ahead. Um, Give me a Star Wars <laughs> Tokyo Drift type movie. <laughs> Wait, so are you guys telling me that the door, the door for Daisy Ridley Ridley coming back has opened a little bit? Yeah. You should you should just Google Star Wars Daisy Ridley and see the articles that come up. So even mm. right after Rise of Skywalker, I said they have to do something in the future with Daisy Ridley. It could be 10 years from then, 15 years from then. It doesn't matter. Even if they do something like 200 years after that and there's like a statue of Rey outside a new Jedi temple, I'm fine with that. Just they established that like, well, as far as we know, as far as the viewers know, She's the last person in the galaxy with knowledge of the Jedi and all it and she's studying the text and all that stuff. As far as we know, there's probably somebody else out there because the galaxy yeah, is who's... endless. Yeah. But Ray's gonna have something to do with the return of Jedi. And I would like to see that. Even we the are there to results that of that. <laughs> I thought the same thing, Keith. What would you they say? Already made, they already made the return of the Jedi. So, but that's not what Jacob was talking about. Like, yeah, you know what I, I saw. What you mean? I want to no, see Jacob. I, I think. I think oh. there's. I, I really do think that there's only that they're real. I mean, if you're gonna do a sequel trilogy movie following the Rise of Skywalker, the only character I really care to see is Rey. Same. Um, like I love Poe. I love Poe to death. But with the uh, First Order slash Empire and everything destroyed, what is he doing? Oh, you know? and Chewie. Well, yeah, Chewie, because well, they're on the Falcon, obviously, yeah, and BB-8 and everything. So, um, let Chewbacca go home. God, let Chewbacca go home. <laughs> oh, and yeah, maybe. Chill um, family. I just, I, I think that, you know, I, I love stories within the nine episodes. Like it's, it's rich with, with uh, storytelling and, and you know, things that are happening. But going back to what I said earlier, we were talking about Marvel. Why make the universe smaller? Like Star Wars didn't exist in just those years. Like there are so many stories that take place in so many different times. Like we're seeing it right now in books and comics about the High Republic. You know, I don't think that they're going to do Knights of the Old, uh, Knights of the Old Republic, which I think is a ma massive shame, because they're going to do the High Republic. The next, mm. they're going to bring the next thing they're doing with the High Republic is make putting on the big screen. They're going to adapt some type of story and it's put it on the big screen. Coming with the TV show, the little kids well, show. Yeah, well, that's that's the animated show. No, um, but I know I'm saying it's already started. Yeah, that almost so, like guarantees that Yoda's gonna be in it, which not necessarily. Yoda's in the little kids one. Yeah, he's he, Yoda's not. I get. I I mean, maybe, but I would say more than likely when you get a live action High Republic, Yoda won't be in it. There are so many characters in the High Republic that you can tell a story without him. Yeah, no, I mean, I don't want like I I love Yoda, but I've seen enough of him. Jake, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah, I agree with you in the sense of I think you can absolutely get away with it. I don't think that they leave him out because it's going to be people, just your casual people going, oh, look, there's Yoda. Oh, look, there's Yoda, yeah. Yeah, but that doesn't, like, that's just, that's a dumb way of thinking, it's, though. So, but that's, whatever. That's what they've always done. Yeah. <laughs> that's what they've always it's, done. Their track record says otherwise. Especially, don't. Do you guys agree? Yoda has became more popular since Grogu. Well, yeah, I mean, they literally say Baby Yoda. They're the same species. I still <laughs> so, call him Baby Yoda. Yeah. <laughs> I do. Crazy, I will say, no. uh, uh, they should do something where Yoda's like. I'm saying they they should go in the future. 
like past Rise of Skywalker. That's what I want. Well, I would slightly know, Jake, you mentioned uh, uh, doing like just individual stories, kind of like I'm assuming what it seems like uh, Warner Brothers was doing, what DC was doing, kind of. Was just telling like with Joker with, or like with the with Elseworlds. Or, or Elseworlds. Yeah, I don't. Elseworlds. I don't need a trilogy right now. I don't. Right. Like, Which I would agree. However, I don't know that they would. You, you said like a filmmaker, whoever, a storyteller, or whatever, could just do whatever they want. I don't know if they would do that though. I don't know if they would allow them to just do whatever. No, no, because, I, I don't mean like in like literally whatever. No, no. What I'm no, I know. I, what yeah. Well, what I'm saying I, is, uh, like as far as because they would still want to tell a story that they could go back to later <laughs> or you know what i mean like i don't i don't know about that yeah i don't know if they would just I mean, wait I you don't mean know, like because you he, mean like an animation and books here's and stuff? here's my example and Not i know that it, it could it could connect in in a way but mm. you actually kind of have two examples one you have the acolyte right right now connected to absolutely nothing that two, we're aware of that we're aware of and like i said things can change in the future that's what, kind of what I led with. The second one, Skeleton Crew right now has no connection from what we know. And what we know is that John Watts pitched the idea to John Favreau on the set of Spider-Man and said, hey, let's make it. That's literally saying, let's go make something that has nothing to do with what we know. And I get it. Things can change. Once we see a story, it can end up connecting. I'm not saying like they can just like throw shit at the wall, but I guarantee you Lucasfilm compared to five years ago is 100% taking pitch meetings way differently from filmmakers. And I'm there have been about, filmmakers. Well, I'm talking about in terms of continuity or if there's something where like, uh, I don't know uh, if, if somebody wants to tell a story where such this character, or this character is your Jedi council. And then somebody else wants to tell another story where those characters never existed or those characters were something else or something. I don't, you know what I mean? There's something in terms of where continuity like I, I think they would not necessarily let anyone Keith, go. Are you saying like let's say a, a creator had an idea where it's a story about a Jedi and like but this one movie it tells the story of this Jedi and he die he or she dies at the end. Like yeah. you're saying they would be like, nah, you can't kill them. What if we want to continue their story? That's what I mean. Yeah, something 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 like yeah. that. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. Uh I mean mm, I mean I guess it's possible. Desperate. Look at Boba Fett, right? I mean, that's it's certainly something that they they can you know if a character is popular enough you know i mean i'll say it depends on the filmmaker honestly too. can i ask the class one question let ryan johnson do that and everybody went nuts <laughs> let ryan johnson yeah but ryan johnson's movie was already in the middle of a trilogy yeah like that's, it's that's yeah. a whole different oh, no. situation yeah no you're right you're right but then they completely went 360 with everything he or 180 with everything he did the next movie i i know but what i'm saying mm-hmm. is is like what I what I'm saying is like Lindelof, for example, right? Let's say Lindelof went into this went into the meeting with like Kathleen Kennedy, did a pitch and said, Hey, I have a story, but it's not connect it's not connected. It's a singular story, and I want to tell a Star Wars yeah. story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, and gotcha. It's a single story. And then I guarantee you Taika's movie is more than likely just a one off Star Wars story. Yeah. yeah. I always envisioned Kevin Feige's as a one off. Like, I well, thought he was going to do a one-off too. story, and well, that's it. Yeah. Oh, well, that leads me to this. What's going on with uh, Rogue Squadron, then? Why is that? Why are we having any issues with this? Why? Is well, that... it's the Patty Jenkins situation has always kind of been wishy-washy, so. Why? What's Is it with her, or just? I don't even know. Uh, I don't think we're going to fully yeah. ever know. Maybe 1984. 
I said, here comes Geo. She, uh, let's just say there's been some behind the scenes stuff with her and even talking about Wonder Woman 84 and even the first Wonder Woman movie. Like it's just patience, patience, Keith. Okay. Patience. All right. Rogue Squadron. Okay. <laughs> just listen, that's my uh, favorite Star Wars video game of all time on the Nintendo 64. That's Rogue the, Squadron. if I, I if I had game. to pick any movie right now, Rogue Squadron is the one that I want to see. It's all I care about. It's all I want to I am interested in this acolyte thing. It does sound really cool, but I, yeah, Rogue Squadron, man, come on. Can I ask the class one question? Go ahead. If, if you were to choose between going, so the Skywalker saga being the middle, if you were to choose between going forward in storytelling or backward, what would each person choose? Backwards. Backwards. Way I'd say back. backwards. There's forward. there's so much backwards to go. You can do both, honestly, but forward. I know, but I was just curious which one people prefer, whether it's back or forward. Backwards. I prefer back. Back. I just I in it's, it's, it's nothing. Everyone's been saying. Yeah, I mean it's it's years. nothing against it, but I just know that from the history of Star Wars that there's so many stories in the past. Yeah. Right now, as far as we know. Obviously, it changes when they tell stories, but the Rise of Skywalker is the end of the timeline. We know from legends and video games and stories over the last 20, 30, 40 years that there's thousands of stories that they could tell that have been told before. So, Dark, what, what was uh, everyone was saying for you? Just still kind of keep us in the same time frame ish, but I would still like to see uh, oh, god, what's what Palpatine's master, Darth uh. Sidious? Oh. oh, not Sidious. Plagueis. Uh, Plagueis. Plagueis. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Come on, man. Let's get that. that the fact that mm-hmm. we have yet to have anything but a name drop blows my mind. Why? Why does that blow your mind when they all they've done is made the Emperor the villain because in nine movies? He is one of the most infamously. If you are a Star Wars fan, you know the story of Darth Plagueis the Wise. But like, it's not a story that Jedi would tell. Yeah, I know. But like, to <laughs> me, it's like how I you would think that a someone with a name that a lot of fans know off the bat, you would have a story, kind of like the Mon Mothma stuff. Like, but that's what we've talked about. Is like they've they've put themselves in a corner where they're they're keeping the galaxy small, and they made the Emperor the villain for nine movies. Exactly, is that yeah, yeah. it? It's so small. That it's shocking that they didn't just go, okay, let's tell this story. Because it's so easily connectable to what they have. If they do that, I I know the novel, which is not, well, not in the Disney era. It's not canon. It's not in that era. But they should do it without Palpatine. Like, tell any story with Plagueis. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if you can. You can't. That's the problem. And that's that's why you, that's why, I guarantee that's why they haven't done it. Basically, Palpatine already told us everything that happened. That's true. That's a good point. But everybody's been so intrigued by that story, just that one part of that movie. People have been clamoring for that ever since. I guarantee you the reason why they haven't done it is because it includes Palpatine. Palpatine, yeah. Yeah. What if it's, it's another like, story with what Palpatine? What if the first half of the story is without Palpatine and then the second half is that? Yeah, but story. Palpatine's his pr- apprentice. Like that's why I said TV series. Yeah. You can see the rise of well, even in the novel, he doesn't he's not with Palpatine at first. Like they meet eventually, which I the stuff was intriguing before he met Palpatine. So yeah. 
That was the last. That was the last non-canon novel, wasn't it? If I recall. Mm-hmm. It's actually. It I, I I'd have to look it up, but I'm pretty sure it's it's actually was considered to be a part of the canon stuff. That's what I heard. Yeah, like on. I thought it was. I was. I could have swore it was one of the things that they brought over with Clone Wars. It's so. not because I've chosen. I looked it up because I wanted to read it, and I was like, no, I'm not going to read one that because I don't want to enjoy it's it. Still and worth then, it. And redo it. Yeah. yeah. No. It's one of the. It was. It was what Jacob said. One of the last ones to be made before they well they only brought dark disciple and the darth mole comic and then all of clone wars that's because dark disciple is one of the best books ever right geo absolutely and And on that note george lucas's daughter's episodes but i digress (laughs) all right well i think that's a good time to wrap it up guys a very very uh well thought out discussion on star wars a lot of different opinions Love hearing from you guys in the chat. And those of you watching on playback, fill us in on your take. Star Wars, what are they going to announce? Where do you want to see it go? Uh, When will Mace Windu come back? Let us know all your thoughts (laughs) down below. Let's do some quick plugs before we get out of here. Let's do some quick plugs. Let's start with uh, Keith Barnes and go counterclockwise. Keith, where can people find you online? Uh, Matt Smith. I put that in in chat. They can find you at Matt Smith's. Presence? Uh, nah, I'm just talking to my buddy Shane Rose here. So Tom Hills and I say uh, Matt Smith, um, who was supposed to be in the last movie. Anyway, uh, Karen, good night. Uh, good night, everyone watching. Thank you for thank you for the birthday wishes. Appreciate that. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at KeithBarnes79. Uh, let's see. Um, oh, Last of Us. Last of Us. Uh, uh, thank you. Episode review. Doing that yeah. uh, every Sunday night. Only two episodes left. Tune in uh, Sunday night. Talking about this excellent show, the seven for seven. Uh, me and my buddy uh, Geo and Bartley and Barnes. It's coming. Stop it. I don't want to hear it. Shut up. We're doing Bartley and Barnes. Brian, shut your mouth. The quarterly Bartley show. Do we if have it's a quarterly? Then you have till the end of March. March thirty first. I was gonna say do... exchange. Uh, Keith, get your Robin Hood app ready. Let's go. <laughs> it is oh, Robin Hood, yeah. guys. Get yeah. away from Robin Hood. Stay away. Um, okay, uh, Brian Avocino. Uh Be Avalcino on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, Goodreads. If you want to be in my book club, book cult. Excuse me, it's not a club. It's a cult. Uh, hey. And a certain point of view with Jake. Brian, any chance you'll be uh, doing any of the uh, announced uh, DCU? projects and comic books that they mentioned reading like i may or Supergirl, may not have, woman of tomorrow i may or may not have already downloaded uh superman woman of tomorrow oh all right nice. well i'll make sure to join your uh, reads buddy <laughs> yeah. get into that uh jacob barley yeah you can find me on twitter at jacob barley 824 and um, like it or not, you know, football news is revving up. So uh, my buddy Gabe and I will be back on first round fantasy starting in March. So keep an eye out for that. If you want to talk. Already? We just fantasy. got rid of you guys. Well, I know, but so much <laughs> free agency is coming up and it's just, it's yearly now. I only get like January and February off. That's it. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, Jake Berlin. Qui-Gon Jake, two ends. Someone else took it before I did uh, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Uh, doing all kinds of cool things over on the Tiki Talk. Um, a certain point of view, multiple times a week. Uh, tomorrow, 
tomorrow's a big one. The Mandalorian Club returns uh, with our review. The first episode of The Mandalorian Season 3, Episode 1, Chapter 17. Uh, I will also say this for anybody watching still. We have a bunch of special guests lined up to join us on episodes this this year, which is super exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to reveal anybody just yet, but super fun that uh, we have some people joining us, which is a lot of uh, really cool. So um, check that out. That's going to be at six o'clock Pacific every Wednesday. We'll be reviewing it live here on the channel. And then uh, the Whiskey Jedi. I'll be back soon. I promise. Uh, it's been a little hectic here in the beginning of the year, but I'll be back uh, with the Whiskey Jedi. Jake, I you and I need to talk. I heard Dr. Pepper and whiskey is oh shit. I forgot what the flavor it tur- turned into, but I would like to come over and try this theory. Wow. <laughs> oh, it was uh, wow. screwball. Brian and drinking. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm watch out. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Jacob, you missed it. <laughs> at Jake's house. All right. You guys can find me on Twitter at, insider geo um here on the channel with keith uh the last of us review every sunday evening check us out there uh i do put out news videos uh about two a week uh latest ones was uh steven ewan joined the cast of thunderbolts uh, oh, yeah. also talked to, also talked about lord of the rings as well we have our casting table that we did the most recent upload about five days ago was the johnny cage casting uh we had a nice discussion about that because that mortal Kombat sequel is on the way uh keith and i are getting ready to do march uh, anniversary trailer reactions but you guys yeah. can check out february our most uh, recent one was jumper uh the hayden christensen directed by doug lyman uh sci-fi action movie uh jumper turned 15 years old we also have uh the wedding singer 30 year anniversary that, is it i think it's 25 actually 25, 25. 25th year anniversary groundhog day all that type of stuff and uh and united i finally got a video out yes i'm so happy (laughs) about that yesterday uh dropped some news about the mcu's fantastic four and uh just warning you if you watch the video you (laughs) you might be you might get upset that's all i'm gonna say um and guys thank you so much for joining us we appreciate all of you who stuck around and hung out with us again apocalypse now our movie hangout show every tuesday at 7 p.m pacific time we appreciate all of you thank you so much make sure you follow us on all of our social media channels support all of us and uh we love you guys that's gonna do it until the next now you guys take care the beef ding.